Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. So, Logan, we're in an interesting scenario here where you're sitting there with hangover yeah. usually it's me sitting there struggling but if ever someone's going to be struggling and you've cost yourself so we had to uh, take a, yeah. a week <laughs> off last week because i was dying and you refused mm. to do it solo let the fans down and this week we've got about a quarter of what i'd say is a normal logan appearance <laughs> yeah it's not like me but yeah. it's happened and uh Thoroughly regretting it, yeah. So here we are. At this time of the year, that's what's always the danger, unfortunately. I'll probably be in a similar situation next time out. I don't know if you get three blues, then Mm. it kind of. Elvino. Yeah. (laughs) It will will sting you. (laughs) It's hard not to take advantage of that. But it's been one of the busier weeks, unfortunately. Mm. I mean, we're not going to have to cover everything in detail because. We've had the Game Awards just fly by and there's just a million things from that. Fortnite decided to drop three new modes inside of Fortnite and I'm like, what are they doing? And then mm. we had Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer drop and it's like, well, what's up with this week? What have, what have people been playing at and to cram it all in just before the festivities start? That's basically but, what it is. Get, get it done before the Christmas holidays. Well, we'll see. Anyway, let's start with GTA 6. Mm. got a nice little... About a minute and a half, wasn't it, the trailer? Yeah, yeah. Didn't reveal a great deal of stuff. Showed that it was being seen by C. It was more of a teaser. I think they, they do that pretty much all the time. There's, you know, Showed the main character off, who's, a, as, as per the leaks, is going to be the first female protagonist. I don't know if you're going to play the other fella that she's with, who I'm assuming is her partner. Mm. Um, but that's kind of the setup. Those two running against the law. Um 2025 release year handed out could be 18 months away could be two years away really that's the the spectrum that we're operating off at this stage but Mm. based on what you saw based on it being a teaser and it's going to be one of the biggest games of this generation what were your kind of early thoughts on it i mean it's gta right and Mm. that's always good and i think they always manage to up the bar in some way. That being yeah. said, there's a lot of videos that do the round of comparisons between GTA 4 and GTA 5 and yep. how a lot of the physics and everything were actually better in GTA 4 than GTA mm-hmm. 5. Yep. Um, but generally speaking, yeah. It's, it, I do find that weird how they don't keep things in there and then build on it. It's kind of like, no, we don't like that water effect or... Like the way that tires like smash, and when you hit windows, like I don't know. But generally speaking, like you have to say, on the whole, GTA Five was a massive step up with the characters and the dynamics and stuff. Um, and it, it just sets the bar for me in terms of quality and longevity. Like because it's it's an unusual game, I think. And I can't think of many where. The single player campaign is brilliant. Like mm. playing it solo is excellent, and it is equally fun, if not more, in multiplayer. Yep. Like it's very, very unusual to have that sort of like 
duplex. Like mm. there's some games where they've got a really good campaign and they've got a multiplayer, and you go, "Oh, that's okay." But you know, GTA Five's been and still is in that top sales piece um, and the sales data, and it's usually up there and, and around it. So people continually buy it for that, I think, or assume they do. Yeah. Um, so look, it looks good. Um, Vice City was to be expected. It looks like a it's got a bit of a San Andreas vibe about it, like mm. with the car modding and kind of all of that subculture that looks like it's back. Because I feel like that kind of lots went of twerking. What's that yeah. on, top, on top of social, social media? media. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. That's definitely going to be satired the fuck out of, isn't it? It's clearly going to be a commentary yeah. and all that nonsense of everything yeah. is becoming a video or a meme or a viral. It's a little bit South Parky sometimes. GTA. Oh, yeah, it was always yeah. like a bit tongue-in-cheek with what it did with yeah. it. Um, and they are they do like to take the piss, if you like, out of popular culture. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's kind of where I expected it. I think we were talking about this in the group a couple of weeks back, and I think D-Man was saying, oh, 2024, I was like, no chance. Like, yeah. it's more than likely going to be late 2025. So they've said 2025, but I suspect it will be a, a late release. I don't know why. That's what I would. I would. Here's my prediction. If I had to predict, they'll they'll mm. announce something middle of next year, saying spring 2025, yeah. and then we'll get to winter of 24, and they'll go ah winter 2025, it'll, and it will eventually yeah. be in that window. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's typically how things go, especially with GTA and the Red Dead. I think mm. they've always had some sort of delay. I feel um, like they're always late in the year. I don't know whether that's based in fact or not, but I remember. Well, GTA sure. Five was June. I think was it, was, it. I feel That's like it. I'll check it because, because well, I could be talking shit. Yeah. The only reason I say that is because I felt like it was in and around the same sort of time as um as the Last of Us, but I I could be wrong. And se- September sure actually, it's later than I thought. Yeah. September. So Red Dead was October, November, I think, wasn't yeah. it? Red yeah. Dead Two. Yeah. So they, they always seem to be. Slightly later drops in the year. So, yeah, I'm expecting autumn, winter, yeah. um, 2025. But find it interesting with this whole GTA 6 thing, how much stuff gets leaked. Mm. And I don't know if it's intentional or unintentional to create hype almost. But, like, all the gameplay has been released before anyway, like early versions of it. Even yeah. this trailer got dropped and released that's it and, leaked, and then they went well here you go then how are they letting it slip through the net like everyone must be nda'd up to their eyeballs and yet it always gets out like i find it bizarre yeah well um, the september you don't really see this i think it was september tw- maybe there's not enough interest you know if you're i think september 2022 <laughs> So it was like not quite this time last year, just over a year ago, is when they had like the big leak where all the pre alpha yeah. stuff come out, and I think that was hacked in some way, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. You know, going going through, someone got in via it might have even been Slack or so, some nonsense like that, and someone got hold of yeah. it and posted it. And then yeah, this this um, this trailer itself leaked about a day before it was planned to, and then they went, well, here it is, have at it, and it's gone on to break records in terms of trailer views it's already surpassed gta 5's lifetime original Ah, trailer views and that's Mm. you know 10 years old at this point but um yeah it's a huge clearly hugely popular game that transcends the sweaty nerds listen to this on a weekly basis this is a Mm. much bigger game than 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 us losers and um 
it, it always will be. In terms of, it's very early to even be discussing things like this, but I'll, I'll shout it out anyway. Online, clearly yeah. something they put out there, I don't think expected it to take off as much as it did. Like it's just been mm. a continuous thing for 10 years now, an absolute money printer. And they've jumped mm. on it. They've got a subscription there. They've been pieing it with content. There's even speculation that single-player content was basically binned and folded into online content to mm. leverage that. What do they do with that component of the game? Because it's obviously hugely popular. It's what most people today are playing. They're not playing the single-player campaign in, in, in 2023. Is it a full restart, Jobby? Or is it some sort of carryover of stats weapons and i don't know cash do you get a do you get a little legacy starter bundle that gives you some in-game currency as a thank you or is it just like here's a clean slate and we're going to start building this one for the next 10 years yeah i think it probably would be clean slate i'm pretty sure they clean slate gta 5 after gta 4 Hmm. um yeah and i'm i think i'm largely okay with that because they're different characters and there's different things going on and different currencies and all sorts of stuff happening. So I think mm. it makes sense. But GTA 5 has been so big and people have put so much money into it, into building out all their cars and stuff yeah. like that. You do wonder whether there might be, it might be slightly different. I don't know. Yeah, they're going to have to do something, I feel like. But the the lowest hanging fruit in my simple head is, yes, we can track your engagement and spend on GTA Online, here's a percentage boost when you start, here's a starter pack of, maybe you get your first property for free, I don't know. Or you just chuck the online currency and say, here's a million to get you started, which largely Mm. becomes irrelevant as time goes on anyway. It kind of becomes, you know, everyone becomes a millionaire quite quickly. But yeah, it's going to have to be something they're going to have to look at. And I do wonder also, if you remember back to GTA 5, the online component didn't launch day and date. That was a few weeks behind. Mm. And I think the heists were months behind. I feel like they yeah, were like yeah, the yeah, big yeah. promise and they really took their time to get that right. And it was the right mm. move in the end. But people are going to want this thing almost immediately. I wonder if they'll stick to mm. a, a staggered approach or whether they'll be like, ha, huh, we can't need to do GTA Online day and date. But I do think the game itself is big enough on its own. Keep people occupied for a few weeks and then be like, right, here's the online component. Have at it. I like that because then there's no distractions, is there? Yep. yep. There's Absolutely. like there's no temptation to just get drawn into going into that online mode because everyone will have it. Yeah. Day one. There's no yes. one in this team group that's not getting this day one. Like everyone will do. Hmm. So if they launch online straight away, like everyone's gonna want to do <clears> stuff <throat> together. And you well, you won't. You'll be like, get me out of here, I'll be doing that solo. But <laughs> yeah. it's it, the temptation's there. So if they do launch it, I'm happy with the staggered approach because everyone can take their time, play the single-player campaign and mess around in it and do a bit of sandboxing by themselves. And then once that online's ready, then you can have at it. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Red Dead um, Online come out later as well. So I think yeah, they I think tend right. to do this, right? Yeah, it's, it's quite a common thing that they've been, they've been doing. And I've got no problem with it, obviously, being a single-player mm. nerd. But, um, yeah, I think there's, there's obviously some people out there that will want that that day and date, but no, yeah, there's, there's, I think we had a similar situation with um, with uh, Red Dead Redemption Two and obviously GTA mm. Online as well. That 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 came definitely later on. Um, the other big thing that's been squawked at is no PC announcement. 
which I don't know yeah. why people are surprised by this because this, this yeah. has been the this has been happening as of ten years ago at least. And if not, if I go back to GTA Four, I don't know whether that was the case. Red Dead Redemption Original never appeared on PC, so you've never had that. Mm. And um, I believe GTA Four was you know an early release on PS3 and Xbox, and then again we got the PC version six or so months later, and GTA Five was mm. the same. Red Dead Redemption Two was the same. I'm yeah. not surprised. Um, I assume you're not as well. You've sort of clapped that in and no. you, you like the Master Race getting stung, even though you're now a member of it. Well, this is a dilemma because this would be a prime candidate for the extra grunt in this oh, machine. Yeah. And it basically just m- means it's just not it's not a viable option. No, waiting's not an option, is it, for this one? <laughs> no. Uh, normally, with probably any other game, yes. I would wait. I can't wait six months or nine months or however long it takes them to yeah. get it on on PC. So that will create a dilemma. I think I it would took them buy over it again. a year to do Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, on PC. Yeah. I mean, look, the ports are good. They don't mm. fuck about of them. They don't do a fucking naughty dog and drop dog shit out and go. Oops, yeah. we've just got a critically acclaimed game crapped on because <laughs> we fucking blew it. Like they, it'll be good. So when the PC players get hold of it, they'll be most likely happy. Yeah. But. It's just that time period. I know there'll be certain people that can wait. Like I'm sure the salmons of society will happily wait and, and whatnot, mm. but I definitely can't. And I wonder whether no. the PS5 Pro will be out by then and whether that might be the route to getting a, some sort of 60 mm. FPS because the density and lighting, everything that went into this trailer screamed like 30 FPS to me. And the only it was way, like the only, K, wasn't it, or something resolution yeah. or something like that? The only and the only way forward really would be to have one of those souped-up consoles to perhaps give it a go, but that's no guarantee. Mm. So um, mm. it'll be interesting. We'll have to, to wait and see. Piece. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to wait and see what the what the lay of the land is at the time and start making some decisions. But yeah, it would absolutely be a contender for PC for me if um, if it was releasing all releasing day one. Then I, I I don't know why I'd go with anything else. It just yeah. You, I Way more of, grunt than this poor console. Yeah, they're gonna, they will struggle. They're going to struggle. Mm. They always do at certain points, and this is going to be one of the games that pushes them. Mm. I have no doubts about that. Question um, on that. Go on. If So you're not that fussed. Say you're not that fussed. Everything's still coming out. You know, you're not having any problems. And then all of a sudden this comes out and it goes, you need the Pro to run this at 60 frames. Mm. Would that basically make you go, right, well... I can't have this game in 30 frames. I need I need 60, so I'll have to upgrade. It's a mute point anyway, because I'm more than likely going to upgrade anyway. But be... yeah, yeah, I knew I knew you'd that... bloody say that. I know you <laughs> would do, and you always have done. But yeah, I think it's definitely strengthen the case. If for whatever reason yeah. I was on the fence, this would be a tipper. Yeah, you'd go yeah. well. Now I I best do that. Like if for whatever reason I decide not to get one at launch or. You know, mm. couldn't get one because you know they, 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 that PS4 Pro wasn't overly easy to get hold of. It wasn't massively popular, but I don't think they built a load of them, mm. so it's a pain to get hold of. But yeah, it, that would then kick me into gear to say let's make sure we're on top of this before that game comes out. But mm. I feel like I don't think we're going to get it. If I'm honest, I feel like it's going to be fairly yeah. across the board, and then it won't matter. So I'm already planning the solution. I think, mm. which is trading. Potentially trading both consoles in Ooh. for a PS5 Pro. And then keep the PC for the Xbox stuff. And then keep stuff. the PC for the Xbox stuff. Yep. Sound that's, ideas. That's what I'm currently considering. But this is the problem with just been in these consoles is there's a risk that PC ports don't come day one and there's a day yeah. one game. You're called pants down. Yeah. 
it's it comes it's a, a risky a business. It's not easy. It's not. That's why I always mm. think it's good to have one of them, one of the consoles. And given that Xbox release all their stuff on PC, yeah, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna try and get your bang for your buck and maximize mm. coverage of games, it's the PS5 times the PC. With, yeah. a, with perhaps a Nintendo just to collect dust, if nothing else, until the next Mario game comes along. So that's always going to be the way, unfortunately. Anyway, GTA Five, no GTA Six. God, mm. that's. Uh, well, no, I quite. I'd like them to reset the naming convention of that. Yeah, a I do, bit. yeah, it annoys me. I don't. It's like six is too. It's getting too much. So I'd like yeah. them to just be titles: Grand Theft Auto, mm, Grand Theft Auto, this, Grand Theft Auto, this. I don't. So you used to have Grand Theft Auto London, Grand yeah. Theft Auto San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and yes. now they're just numbering them, and it's bothering me a bit. Yes, I don't know why I've added that on there. No one cares about that, but well, it's it's a, it's a thing, isn't it? I think all number. I mean, what they can do with this PlayStation—that can be PlayStation Six. Once yeah. you get past five, you're looking at stupid numbers. Well, and Xbox like, reset it, didn't they? Well, Xbox then, One. Well, uh, the trouble is now they've got nothing to to rely on. Mm. You, Final Fantasy 16, right? That's almost gone so far that it it, it makes sense now. Yeah. So I guess it's yeah. just it's just trying to get through this middling period of like six through seven, eight. I think when you get to nine and ten, you're back on form. Eleven's a shitter. Twelve's a good mm. one. Thirteen can be good. Fourteen garbage. In the garbage. teens, and you're alright. Yeah, it's a it's a tif- just a well. I don't know if this is a correction. I don't I don't count this. So they're saying several sources have described Lucia as the series' first female protagonist, when actual fact, Grand Theft Auto, the Game Boy Color version, and the ga- sorry, and the Game Boy Color version of GTA 2, and Grand Theft Auto Online featured optional female playable characters. Now, I don't think that counts, because they ain't characters. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, the original, you ain't a character, you're a little fucking sprite Blob. running around. Yeah. There's, no, there's no character to that. GTA 2... Uh, I don't count that either, really. I'm talking about a proper, fully realised character here, which is what yeah. this is. You know, mm. actually has dialogue, has a has a personality behind it. So, mm. you know, there's people getting pedantic already about this nonsense. Slops. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I, I was kind of. I, I get why they've laboured the point, and it's a it's a thing about a woman being the lead character, but it's kind of a bit of a. I was never fussed about the the sex of the character anyway, although it does feel more like the way you play Grand Theft Auto feels like a more male, like going around bashing someone in the head out of nowhere when you're walking down the street isn't a very feminine thing to do. He's sexist. Well, no, what you say is all males are morons, and they are. They're they're more inclined to moronic behaviour. You see it? Yes. That's, uh, yeah, more aggressive, moronic behaviour. Crime, you've yeah. only got to look at the crime stats and you'll see the split between... Yeah, so know. this is... But it's interesting. I think it's... A, a, I, I like the fact that... Because the one thing I was wondering was how they're going to deal with the character dynamic and what it's going to be. And it looks like a more entwined story, which I liked. Like, yeah. there's some sort of relationship and between these two characters and how that develops and what yeah. the underlying reason is they're behaving. Is it a bit like a Bonnie and Clyde? I like that. That's That's been referenced vibe. a lot. That's a theme yeah. of it. So it's, yeah. you know, that's something I haven't seen in many years, but I may well just watch that over the next year just to get an idea mm. of what, because they're going to reference a lot of things like that if that in, is indeed a, mm. a inspiration for it. So, yeah, mm. big moments and we'll, they'll go silent for another half a year. Six months, six, yeah. At least, so we won't hear much on it, but... 
you know, it's there and it's out there and people can see and hopefully we'll hear a bit more in the coming months. This is Idle Game Chat, Deep Digital's flagship video game podcast. I don't know if this is the last one of the year. I haven't worked it out yet. Possible, so, I think, to do one the next week. Well, I need to work it. I need, basically, whatever we did last year, I'm going to follow the same path. Because at some right. point, I we didn't do one for two weeks because we had the quiz and we had the mm. fantasy gaming season end special. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then sure, we have the yeah. fantasy gaming draft special and that normally comes before so anyway i'll sit down and work it out this may well be the last one though and i ain't going to tell you either way so you just look in your feed and if it ain't there it ain't there and that's going to be the end of it grassroots independent that's what you get with no funding just take weeks off no one, sloppy no one cares although the the livid patrons probably were last week they got the episode late because i was so ill didn't get it to a sunday evening usually get it on a saturday morning and then all the freeloaders get it on a Monday. So that is a perk. You do say, though, it's never guaranteed. I do, yeah. Absolutely. Covered myself. Mm. So legal, happy with that little bit of coverage there. <laughs> um, I want to quickly talk about this Fortnite. Yeah. Well, you went into it today and you, you weren't playing the game, the, the new game modes, as far as I understand. I haven't played it today. Um, oh, because... I thought you got in there with Pee Wee. No, I mean, essentially, I have to admit, I'm not overly excited to play Fortnite at the moment it's not even with all the stuff they've added and i'm just a bit done with it because i've played it so much over the years it's there's nothing really that new there for me anymore um yeah i thought i'd I'd, I'd jump into it and there is an an epic game store now it's an 84.9 gig uh, update and i was like you know what i didn't want to play it anyway no, I won't. Um, I'll just leave it on to download. Um, yeah. But I have been into it semi-recently a couple of weeks back, um, but I do want to check it out because I've, I've been trying to keep ch- tabs of what on earth is going on without wow. too much effort. And it looks like they're adding something or something's being added called Rocket Racing. Mm-hmm. And there appears yep. to be some sort of link between, obviously, Rocket League and yes. Fortnite now. Yep. And... There's, I, I need to investigate it. So, for example, there's a car you can get, I think, in Fortnite, which then carries over into Rocket League. Right. They're getting you that so way. There's, yeah, so there's a bit... They're, they're increasing the overlap. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. Absolutely, they are. I mean, basically, they've added, they've added three new modes inside of Fortnite. So these are not separate apps. Like, you launch Fortnite, and in the menu, these yeah. will appear, which probably what balloons that update to 80-odd gig. So you've got... Lego Fortnite, which is basically yeah. Minecraft, but with Lego yeah. splashed on it. And that building functionality that has been binned from the Battle Royale mode has been, I guess, reinvigorated and put into this. And I've seen some of the videos. This, this does look... I mean, I'm never going to sit down and play it, but like, if you are in, if people are interested in some sort of sandbox survival stroke building game, you could do a lot worse than chucking this on and seeing what it's like. It looks it looks pretty cool in that in in that instance. Then you've got Rocket Racing, which is what you was alluding to. This is like a spin off of Rocket League, so it kind of uses the uh, the look and the maybe not the feel. I wouldn't say that, but the look of the Rocket League cars and some of those old classics, the customization options, and is looked to me like Trackmania Turbo, which I played many many years ago. Yeah. It's kind of this wacky off the wall racer. 
which again has cross-game support with cosmetics relating to cars, as you mentioned. So that's how they're going to get people returning there. And the final one they added was Fortnite Festival, which is the rhythm game. So the the main one I've seen is <clears throat> there's an Eminem song that comes on and in the beat you hit the right buttons, basically. It's like a classic sort of rhythm game. And yeah, they just decided to drop all three of these in the last week. And I was like, that's quite the content update for a mm. for a game and, it, and to me clearly he's saying look Fortnite's going to be more than just Fortnite battle royal or battle royale yes. you've now it's going to be a platform Fortnite's going to be the vehicle for other games genres and whatnot in there mm. and i don't know what a metaverse is but this is somewhat what i would envision something like this to be where you jump into one thing and there's all manner of different genres and you've yeah. you've already got Fortnite creative i don't know if you've seen any of the creations on that but they are fucking insane what people are doing with that mm. and ironically save the world which was how Fortnite started just left in the bins now <laughs> it's like the very first thing this thing started as gone but battle royals yeah. taken over and we've got creative lego rocket racing and this rhythm game it's quite unbelievable what it's become, really. Like, well, as you say, from the genesis of Save the World, which in itself was an interesting concept. I think people co-op game up my alley. That's what I wanted. Little hall yeah, based co-op. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh no, it's uh, you know, you had to pay for that." I think I think it was like eight pounds back in the day. Yeah, but they offered this free mode, which was the battle royale thing. So everyone went, "Oh, I'll give that a go," and then it just ballooned. And as you say, yeah, now. You know, there was rumours that like Rocket League itself would be absorbed into the Fortnite kind of like metaverse and then somehow redeployed in Unreal Engine 5 or something. And it was like so many rumours swirling around that they're going to use this as kind of a way to get people in to Rocket League or to like the Rocket League universe before they drop Rocket League 2 or something or whatever it's going to be or a massive update for Rocket League in some way. So... I don't know. It's interesting because largely on Rocket League, they've Epic have kind of left it. They've introduced the Battle Pass, Rocket Pass, and a few other bits. But the content that they've added to Rocket League, when you compare the content they had to Fortnite, is like night and day. Like they've literally do fuck all on Rocket League and just let it do it. <laughs> like there's been the community has just been absolutely lambasting Epic for the lack of updates since they bought it from Psyonix. Well, they gutted a lot of their developers as well. It was reported about three, four months ago that they'd laid off loads yeah. of people with Psyonix. It's like, Whoa. And then they made a really unpopular change by removing player-to-player trading. Yeah. Yeah. And they've done all this stuff, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing to this game? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Shrug there's this kind of like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and now there's all this stuff going into Fortnite. So the rumour mill is a swirling. Oh, um but yeah, it's interesting, as you say, kind of out of nowhere, you get these three interesting updates. Um, mm. But I will, once it's all downloaded and stuff, maybe over the weekend or something, I'll, I'll have a look and give some of it a go, see what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, the one that I would personally give a go is that that Lego one. Um, yeah. Just to see what that's all about. Yeah, yeah. Run around mm. with your little minifig or whatever they call those Lego characters and, and whatnot. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, be interesting to see where they go next with Fortnite. It really is just its own beast and epic. They're actually giving people stuff they want, though, which I think yeah. is incredible. Like, everyone was just like, I can't build. It's too hard. The skill gap is yep. too far apart. I mean, we'll take it out then. Is there even a everyone... mode for that in Battle Royale now? Yes. So you... so I leave that, uh, there is. You can still play building. Yeah. Like, so they leave it all in there, which is what I like. And this yeah. is 
what they do really well is they go, here's all the stuff to play if you want to play it. Like, it, it, no bother. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's pretty cool, to be fair. Um, but they do that. like Because one of the, if you look at, again, at Rocket League, they put all of these different modes on rotation. Mm-hmm. And you've, yeah. barely, you've always just got one kind of like limited yeah. time mode, which is largely shite. Yeah. You think just leave them all in there. It can't. How much bother can it be for you to just go through and scroll through and play what you want online? Like it can't be that much bother. Um, so hopefully they do a similar thing with that. But, yeah, interesting updates. Um, good to see it getting um, continued support because it kind of died down a little bit Fortnite for a while, mm. and then they chuck zero building. Yeah, and then they've done all of this stuff where they've kind of wound the clock back to like OG ish or season one, got a load of people back and then dropped a load of other shit. Like, so yeah, it's to be fair to them. You have to tip your hat and go, you've got your finger on the pulse here because you're giving people what they want. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> yeah, they've got all that on their finger on the pulse. Absolutely. And even just for their, their crossover with pop culture stuff in the main battle Royale yeah. seems to always be current. Mm. You know, there's always something new in there. There's something that people want. Yeah, like it's, like it's almost now got to the stage where a property probably wants to be in Fortnite. I was going to say that it's like yeah. it's become easy for them to get it yeah. because they've probably got everyone coming to them, knocking going, the door. Going, we should do this. We should do this. We should do this. Did I say that Peter Griffin's in it at the moment? Is that a... is he? Well, I think so. I don't well, know. You know what I mean. Yeah. This is I can't yeah. keep up with it, but yeah. you got people knocking on the door saying, "Get get my skin in there," and they're like, "How much?" And they're like, "Oh." It is just a case of like almost like highest bidder. Like yeah. It's like you can at this we'll put it in, sure, how much? Like it's mad, isn't it? It's like a, the best way of doing advertising really is to get stuff in Fortnite. Like it's such a huge audience. It's incredible. Yeah. Mad stuff, but we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on Fortnite. And if you do play any of those modes, maybe you can revert back with some high level force. Yeah. Don't expect you to spend 30 hours in Fortnite Festival, for example, but you never know. You might, you might get hooked on the playlist and be like, oh, bringing back the memories of Kasabian. Although they're not allowed anymore, are they? Because that bloody Tom ended up yeah, being a nut Tom. job. <laughs> causing problems for everyone. Disappointed Any... in Tom, I was. Yeah. <laughs> it, that is a shame. They're still going without him. Yeah, yeah. They released a new album not so long ago. Mm. Um, bit of a different vibe about it because. Well, that uh, stage, I think you should rename the band. Like, I know band, like older bands, do this all the time. Like, members die off and disappear and whatnot. But when mm. you lose like the core front man, I think yeah. it's time to come up with a new identity, a new name. But then you lose that cachet, don't you, of it being called Kasabian? Yeah. I mean, it still feels like Kasabian. Yeah. Like Surge always did most of the songwriting anyway, True. and Tom just put the lyrics in. Um, but it doesn't. It, 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 I have to say, it feels like the same missing, mm. which is to be expected when you don't have the front man, right? I think it's a really difficult thing to have. And Serge, for all his talents, ain't the greatest vocalist, for no. sure. That's why he was always on seconds for majority yeah. of their big songs. Anyway, we had the Game Awards as well. Um, again, too much to cover. I mean, it's just there was a load there, load of shit as usual, but mm. some interesting stuff as well, which I'll just rattle through I guess first off the actual game of the year award went to Baldur's Gate 3 and they also well they didn't advertise this when they won it but Baldur's Gate 3 shadow dropped on Xbox Series S and X I can only imagine someone forgot to say it during the acceptance speech 
but it wasn't mentioned in the show, but it appeared in the store, so that's there. Mm. Um, any surprise that Baldur's Gate 3 got it? I think we'd... Well, I certainly thought it's going to be that or Tears of the Kingdom. Um, and sometimes saw- you kind of think that that Nintendo bump is mm. enough to s- sneak it through. But on this occasion, the, the game that everyone was talking about actually won it, it seems. Yeah, we we touched on this a couple of weeks ago, I think. And I think we both said we felt like Zelda would edge it for that reason. Mm. Um, but you got to say, I'm, I mean, I haven't played Baldur's Gate, um, but everyone's raved about it. So, yeah. And it's good, to be fair, that saying slightly different... Absolutely. ...makes a title, right? It's like it's, it's good that things aren't a slam dunk. Like, you get Borderman City winning the league, so... Well, they ain't going to win it this year. Uh, so it won't be it won't be Angeball either after this disaster it will not form. be Angeball no what's he done well it's a good question <laughs> profligacy is what I'd call it we go from one game being super clinical and taking all our chances against City to then just being wasteful against West Ham mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah, I think that was always <laughs> I always thought it was going to be a work in progress I think those first 10 games got everyone's hopes up and then now it's like all down to reality and everyone's going oh, I spoke to yeah, someone at work good. I spoke to someone at work before the, the great downfall yeah. and he was like I'm not excited at all because I haven't played anyone good and I was like probably probably right and then as mm. it's borne out it's been a bit trickier but, I think you lose like 10 first team players as well like well, there's no teams now well no it's <laughs> like it's unheard of really and Spurs had shit depths to start off should be on the same can... points as United now though that's embarrassing how bad they are. <laughs> they looked good against Chelsea the other night. That's and Chelsea. Chelsea looked bad, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Chelsea didn't look great at all. Chelsea but... might be the worst London team now. I'm not even joking about that. Well, possible. They said to Scott, Scotty Mack after the game, why do you think you were so much better? And it basically said, because we didn't do much training. And I was like... <laughs> How fucking unfit must you lot be that to get a performance out of you slops, he has to ratchet down training. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Get your fucking boots on and get around that field. That's what Anthony would say. Yeah, yeah, that'll, be, that'll be the end of Three it. Laps. Three laps. Oh, For do, a starter. Can you do half a lap these days? Oh, no. Um, so that's that. We've got Baldur's Gate 3 taking the main award. It got five other awards during the show as well, which is good. Honestly, you have to watch this clip if you've not seen it. Christopher Judge, I've posted in the Dimp group actually. It's in there as, right. a, as a as a quick um, clip. So Christopher mm. Judge, who plays Kratos in the God of War, yeah, yeah. he won Best uh, Actor or Best Performance last year and did a really long speech. That was like his. People were highly critical. I think he was there for seven minutes talking, and they were like, "Fuck me, he's talking long." Anyway, he came out and sort of made light of it this time because he was doing a presenting for the same award, so he was giving out the award to the, the next winner. And he said, he said, um, he said, my speech from last year was actually longer than this year's Call of Duty campaign. <laughs> In fact, and I was like, that just made me fucking cackle with laughter. It's not often that. Fair play to him. I know. And uh, Call of Duty dragged through the mud once again, kicking and screaming. He's a peculiar looking man, Chris Judge. That's why he's in think... Stargate. He's an absolute giant of a man. I mean, he's huge, but he's just got a. I don't know if he's had like plastic surgery, but he just looks like it's. I don't know. It's just a, he's just got a bit of a strange face. Well, that Beckham looks like he's had plastic surgery now. Oh yeah, uh, without a doubt, hundred percent. It does show whether he has, whether Judge has or not. I don't, I don't know, but no, 
Yeah. He's a big fucker. He's almost 60. Um, Is he? Yeah. Well, six, that explains it then. Six foot three of absolute man. So I ain't going to be saying that to him. Go, you look a bit weird, mate. <laughs> I don't think he'll take kindly to that. But he was out there roasting some Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, which I found hilarious. Yeah. Some game announcements. Here's some random ones. Arcane Leon. Yeah. So these yeah. are the guys that did Deathloop and Dishonored. They are under the Microsoft umbrella now as well. They are going to be making a new Blade game. Old, cool. Wesley, old Wesley Snipes. Third person they're going for, which I think is the right thing yeah. for a what is going to be a melee combat focused thing. Any thoughts on that? I mean, I haven't seen Blade the films in fucking ages, but there's always... Seem like it'd actually be a good video game if you can get the combat down. And one thing that Arcane Leon have been good at is combat and powers and things like yeah. that. So that's actually a nice match, I think. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it could be the game that a lot of us have wanted yeah. since the nineties. I mean, yeah, it would be the ultimate win if they could get Snipes to do the voice acting. <laughs> yes, but it would. ain't he been written off? He was in prison for ages, wasn't he? I don't was know he? where it was. Maybe he's a no. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went off the radar, and the reason he went off the radar is because he got locked away, but I don't know what it was for. I can't remember. Um, I didn't know any of this. Did you not? No, he's still, he's still Blade and Passenger 57 to me, and Demolition Man. He's this. Yeah, I'm sure if you check... U.S. Marshals. Yeah, U.S. Marshal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wesley Snipes. Prison. Yeah. Uh, oh, three tax. years in prisons. Wow. Oh, well, that's fine. I mean, he can get away with that, didn't you? Get fun. away with that. That's fine. So he could come back. Any... Yeah, that'd well. be that'd be the old move. They got him to do the voice acting in it, and they got that combat down. Yeah. Or I mean, Just... hopefully, yeah, like killing a load of uh, vampires could be good fun, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I think this the this, the dishonored creators and death they've got. Mm something in them to do that so mm. that's good I'm, I'm looking forward to that I mean, it's miles away they said they basically just started it so concept concept is there we saw a little cinematic which gave away nothing so it's set in Paris which is an interesting choice I don't know if there's Damn. any law ramifications or law things that would suggest that's actually quite a common place where Blade would be um, messing about but they are isn't there French like a Frenchy person in the Blade films maybe Probably. I'm making that wasn't Triple H in one of the Blade films? What? I think he might have been, you know. Anyway. Was I ain't, he? I ain't watched yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Blade, I think it's like Blade 3. Trinity, was it called? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, that's what that's what they're up to. So Ryan at- Reynolds. Christ, yeah, Triple H is Jarko Grimwood. Yep, there, there you, you go. go. Helmsley. Hello Games, Paper's favourite developer. Yeah. The absolute the the originators of the original hype train of No Man's Sky. They were, yeah, yeah. Uh, they've announced something called Light No Fire, which again years away. But mm. they showed a little fly through of the world. But the, the concept was that rather than it being a universe where you visit all these planets and there's all these different biomes and whatnot, mm. this is set on just one world. And the way he described it was that it's the first true open world, like literally. Like literally an open world with all manner of shit to discover. Mm. That there's going to be mountains in game taller than Everest. There's going to be oceans like this. Now he's signed to sell this, and again the head's shaking. Because Worries we know me. Well, yeah. you'd think lessons have been learned from last time, but 
I'm obviously, I'm obviously interested in this because I think they do have something there. It's not for everyone. Mm. They just need to avoid the same nonsense that we had with No Man's Sky, which has ultimately turned out to be great, sort of eight years after release. Mm. But we can't be having another, here's the promise of X, Y, and Z, and it not delivering. I mean, they didn't even have multiplayer at launch. They had to go and put stickers over the back of the boxes because they printed it with it, having it saying it had multiplayer connectivity. It didn't. So that sort of nonsense needs to be avoided. You'd think that they've learned their lesson, but uh, maybe they have. You don't seem as <laughs> well. It's a worry, isn't it? I... Hopefully, they have. They shouldn't they let him up there. Been... Same things lie. They should... Everything should be pre-recorded and edited from him. That's that's the way you get around it, didn't it? Yeah. You have someone look over that and say, "We can't let him say that because that's not." You've true. been here. Everyone's been here in the corporate world where you, yeah. someone promises something and you're sitting there thinking, nope. "That ain't getting done." No, nope. right, you've you've really promised something there that we can't deliver. That's, that's, not, that's not working not... on that. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that's not going to happen. This is either bad news for him or bad news for me. I don't know which one yet. No, we'll see. Light no fires coming at some point. Kojima revealed his new Xbox partnership game, which is called OD. He'll be collaborating with Jordan Peele, the famous film director. Have you seen any of Peele's films? They're scary ones, aren't they? Like Nope and Get Out and... Not My Bag. No, they don't really like those jump scare ones, mm. but they're, they're good. And that's an interesting collaboration for sure. Also interesting that this game's going to be developed alongside Death Stranding 2, which is a PlayStation-funded mm. game. So he's, he's clearly shagging both of them at this point, Kojima. <laughs> doesn't care where he takes his cash from. And... Um, I think there's alarm bells ringing because they did mention it's kind of like a movie. And as soon as you hear Kojima say movie experience immersion, I think the purists who like gameplay are going to be a bit disappointed with this when it comes out. But I'm all for it. So the interesting thing for me was it said Xbox Game Studios at the end, which suggests Game Pass day and date. So that will make any decision easier. He spouted a load of nonsense about it being leveraged in the cloud again. And I was thinking, well, let's see what that means. Because, again, it's just all theory at this stage. God of War Ragnarok getting some free DLC called, you won't guess this one, Valhalla. Just to bring up old memories of Assassin's Creed. And it's a, it looks like a roguelike mode. So right. it's a, it's free, which, fine. I'm not going to say no mm. to that. But... I must say, when I saw Kratos appear on the trailer, I was like, oh, here comes a bit of story DLC. I don't think this is quite that. There may be a small story attached to it, but mm. it sounds like it's more of a gameplay like run type thing. And funnily enough, Valhalla had their own version of this inside, which I had a few runs at. I was like, this is cack and didn't bother with it. I will mm. say Ragnarok does have, in my opinion, better combat. So yeah, yeah, it yeah, will live yeah. and die on that. But does anything like that interest you? Like a a roguelike slash roguelike mode of a, of a game that you've enjoyed, Ragnarok, where, you know, you're just trying to get through as far as you can get or to the end of a certain run and it randomises each time you perhaps carry over resources and you get stronger and stronger. Does that, does that mm. loop appeal to you at all? Not universally. No. But I would never rule it out. That's always the safe answer there. Final Fantasy 16. Two new story DLCs in their way. Echoes of the Fallen, which is out now, dropped on the night of the Game Awards. And then The Rising Tide that is due spring 2024. <clears throat> I checked the Sony store. It's £20 for both of them or £8 for each of them. So I've added that 
double whammy one to my wish list. And Say that again. What do you mean? You said it's £20 for both of them or £8 each. Yeah, you can buy them separately. No, it can't be £8 each, can it? Because that'd be cheaper no, than £20. Like, yeah. Let me check that. Anyway, the, the expansion pass, I think they're calling it, was 20 quid. Right. And that first one. Unless the second one's more expensive. But um, the long-rumoured... What have we got here? I ain't, I ain't lying. Final Fantasy 16 expansion, 1999. 20 UK pounds, yeah? Final yeah. Fantasy 16 Echoes of the Fallen, 7.99, 8 UK pounds. So the second one must be more expensive. Otherwise, why would you buy both of those? Yeah. Interesting. So this, whatever this second one is, this, uh, what they called it, some nonsense, the Rising Tide might be more expensive, I guess. That's well, strange. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, otherwise there'd be no point in buying the £20 one. You're just buying them individually and save yourself yeah. four pounds. Just seeing mm. if that's even in the store at the moment. I, said, I assume it's not. Nah, it's not. Anyway, oh, I've just fucking blown it came up. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But those two are going to be yeah. coming. I So w- when the second one comes out, I'll probably look to go back into both of those and chuck them on. Hellblade 2, got a new trailer, showed a little bit more gameplay, some combat, which looked good. Window remains 2024, so no solid ground there. Rise of the Ronin, which is a... Koei Tecmo and Team Ninja game published by Sony, so that'll be a console exclusive, I assume, and coming to PC at a later date. That's coming out March 22nd, 2024. So for those that were sniffing around something to play on the PlayStation for a single player, that's there. Monster Hunter Wilds has been announced. 2025. So that's for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X and PC. So a long, long way away from that coming out. And I think that's it in terms of what I was interested in. A lot more other stuff there, a load of other mobile stuff and mm. other bits and pieces. The the um, Persona 3 got a new um, trailer and that new game that's being created, that's not Persona, by the same developers, I keep forgetting the name of it, Meta something, is also got another trailer. But other than that, that was kind of a whistle-stop tour of the Game Awards from my personal opinion. So... Three and a half hours well spent, some say. I say no. <laughs> Where's the Skull and Bones got a release date? Did it? Yeah. Fucking hell. February 16th. So. I mean, that's surely not going to do well. <laughs> I don't think it will now. I mean, there's going to be yeah. an element of people checking it out like this yeah. the, the day before just because the lulls that might entail on it but mm. yeah I don't know yeah I don't know what um, yeah I mean I'm not going to be getting there <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it had potential but that's long gone yeah there we go metaphor refantasio um, yeah we get to see a bit more of that so I'm interested in sniffing around that anyway I think that's it for this part of the podcast i don't know what i'm gonna post next so as i usually say the audience know better than i do um in terms of the fantasy gaming league we are Mm. hours away from the official window closing at that point i'll run the stats and verify it so i might pop back with a little drop in to just formally announce those if not they'll come later on but Logan, you've you've essentially won the championship. It's all but official. And the Grand Prix could still go either way. It's all depending on this the day before getting some scores. But 
it's looking less and less likely as the hours tick down that's going to be the case. So I may have got a page at the minute, has it? No, no, because they didn't give any early access to any of the press, and it's a it's an MMO, so I doubt they've even played it enough to even want to put anything on it. It'll be yeah. a review in progress for a lot of them, probably not to the mm. weekend either. But by all accounts, seeming like a bit of a disaster by the early sort of clips I've seen from people. Um, that's why said, it'll be an early access. That's exactly why it'll be an early access, but people don't like to hear it these days. But yeah, I may well pop back with the formal results there, and then we may or may not be back next week for a, a normal episode, but at the minimum, there'll be some level of content arriving for you guys. Anyway, you can hear some game impressions from a game that I don't know about just yet. So we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Welcome to the Dimp Digital Voicemail Service. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, it's Logan here, and this time I'm doing a quick wrap-up of my experience playing God of War Ragnarok. Uh, Played it on my underused PS5. It's pretty much one of those once-in-a-generation games I've got uh, a PlayStation 4 to play. Um, overall, absolutely loved my time playing this game. I mean, what can I say um, that hasn't already been said about it? I mean, it's an absolutely beautiful looking game. There's so many different places to visit and environments to explore in it. It all runs, you know, beautifully um, with no with no issues, no crashes, no anything. It's it's such a joy to to explore. Uh, the story is, as you would expect, absolutely epic. The mechanics are great in terms of the combat and how you interact with the world. Music, audio, it's all absolutely on point. Voice acting, I mean, you name it, it's its such a joy to play. Um, I absolutely love the fact that, you know, in a lot of ways, this game is indistinguishable from the original. And I played, uh, I played the original and played it um on my i think i played it on my ps5 as well the the buffed version um and they really did a great job of that it it felt like an organic continuation it's not sort of a they didn't revolutionize anything they realized they'd got it really right and hit hit the nail on the head with the with the first one and just evolved some of the aspects around the mechanics and and some of the upgrades that that kratos and and co have in this game it's uh it's it's nice and familiar with some additions on it. I really liked that. And as you get introduced to some of the more familiar Norse characters um, within the game, I, I really liked their different take on it. I mean, I, I love the Vikings TV series. Obviously, recently played through uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And this felt like a very much a different take on on the relationships and the interrelationships between some of the Norse mythological characters. And I enjoyed exploring that and seeing how, what their sort of characters were like and what their positives are and, you know, what their frailties are and whatnot. I thought that was a really interesting thing from, for them to do. And it's, it's easy with the Norse mythology to, to just play on the stereotypes and not really explore that and do something different. But I really liked the way it all worked and come together in this game. Um, 
you know, things I, I disliked or liked less. I think that's really hard list for a game like this because it's, you know, it's pretty much perfect. But, you know, without introducing a load of spoilers, you're not always playing as Kratos. And sometimes I just miss the feeling of invulnerability. And some people will turn that on its head and say, you know, being different characters that might have more vulnerability than Kratos allows you to explore them. And I, I did enjoy that for a period, but there's just something about Kratos and his weapons and his abilities and everything that are just so unbelievably satisfying. And sometimes I, I, I just miss that a little bit. But overall, wow. I mean, what a game. Absolutely loved it. Um, it obviously goes into, into my gaming gallery and gets itself a platinum. Here we are then, back with some game impressions to close out this edition of Idle Game Chat. Got apps here. Joined by Tom Adkins, not Adcock. And he is here with the... That is the Assassin's Creed triangle <laughs> sign, is it not? For the, for the audio listeners, he's got a triangle on his head, so he's given away the game. It's Assassin's Creed... Mirage. So this is a uh, another Ubisoft title, following on from oh, Montreal. That's it. Following on from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Let's have a look at this store page first of all. See if we can yep. set the scene for people. Experience the story of Basim, who I thought was the most boring character in Valhalla. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, <laughs> I thought when they announced this, this is of all the characters they could have pulled yeah. from. Yeah, that Sigurdsson, he was quite interesting. Siggy, yeah. Uh, any of the fucking historical one, you could have done one about Ragnar if you wanted, or yeah, yeah, the fucking Valhalla boys. Oh, Odin, oh, I suppose they did do a DLC about them. No, they've chose Basim. Go on, <laughs> a cunning street thief seeking answers and justice as he navigates the Aladdin, bustling. Was that? <laughs> it's Aladdin, isn't it? Well, it sounds like it. <laughs> navigating the bustling streets of ninth-century Baghdad through mysterious, through mysterious ancient organization known as the hidden ones he will become a deadly master assassin and change his fate in ways he could never have imagined experience a modern take on the iconic features and gameplay that have defined a franchise for 15 years parkour seamlessly through the city and stealthily take down targets with more visceral assassinations than ever before and explore an incredibly dense and vibrant city whose inhabitants react to your every move and uncover the secrets of four unique districts as you venture through the golden age of Baghdad. Never knew there was a golden age of Baghdad, if I'm honest. So no, I never knew that. At least we do now. That's, that's in print, yeah. so that can't be a, a fear. What I do love about these games is that they have that historical oh, yeah. thing. You sort of play these, and I sort of think, oh, is that what it's like? And I, I do tend to, I remember playing like Origins. Mm. And, um, they, it was I Egypt, it was wasn't like, it? Yeah, Egypt. Yeah. They did. They did this little small tiny. Better than DLC. going to see the pyramids in the flesh of her. Just, it just was, put origins yeah. on. Um, no twelve-hour like little... bus rides into Cairo. Oh, I did do that, and that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did this DLC where it's like a tour, and it was like mm, a guided sort of tour about it. through the places, and it was telling you like the actual historical facts. Um, yes, yeah, so like this is like a round city, and that was it. I was like, oh, what if it's still there? No, it's turned into a big building now. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. gone. So it's interesting because you play these games, you're like, oh, right, well. I mean, it's not something I've ever, like, you know, ancient Egypt. Okay, yeah, you get that when you watch The Mummy. 
You know, Odyssey was ancient Greece, is like three hundred Spartans and all that. That's quite interesting. You know so about you got that. it right there. You said ancient Greece. Oh yeah, Not just yeah, Greece. That's what cost me. <laughs> 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 and then what did we have? Then we had obviously Valhalla, which was a very, a very lovely subject that we was all interested into the Viking English era. Yeah. Didn't have Southend oh, though, only a Colchester. No, no yeah, didn't add Essex. You go to Essex, you can go to Essex. Like yeah. Character base. It was when he's supposed to be like a play on um, a prodigy geezer, yeah, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, cool. yeah. Um, but I can honestly say I have never ever really known about the historic history of Baghdad. <laughs> no, nor have I. No. So it's an educational no. piece potentially. Cards on and, the table with Assassin's Creed as a franchise. I think you've played mm. most of them, if not all. A dot. The only ones I haven't played, I'll list them to you now. I had never played any of those little free spin-off games. They oh, did yeah, the little no. side scrollers. Um, but in terms of, they weren't main games, but spin-offs. I didn't play Freedom Cry DLC. Yeah. I haven't played much of the DLCs of any of them, actually. They're no. all good. In Valhalla, only bloody stopped a month ago. It fills up their DLC. Oh, yeah, free that's stuff. Good oh, yeah. lord, they stretched that out. That's I mean, it, Logan went through the whole lot. Unbelievable. Yeah, didn't he? That is crazy. Um, the two that I didn't play, which were standalone games, were um, Rogue. Mm. Do you know why he didn't one? play that? Huh? Because by then, the Xbox One and PS4 were out, and Rogue was 360 and PS3 only, and we had Unity oh, on, on Xbox One. Oh, that's Because right. I did the same yeah. thing. I never went back to it, because I was like, well, I've got, I've got no. rid of my 360 by then. They've so remastered it, really. They have, yeah. It has been re-released. I mean, I, I daren't go back and try one of oh, those, because it would be a bit of a a tricky game to go back to, because they've changed the formula so much. Although, this particular title, Mirage, perhaps re-entering back to an old formula as Mr. Atkins returns, disking and capping and... What's he been saying about me? Right. <laughs> I had to just do a bit of detour in there because this is what I've bought. And that's oh, a... It's, that's five. a controversial decision because what I also dug out was my entire... Oh. Collection. On the 360. Look at all those. Oh, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, okay. Revelations. Two, two brothers, Revelations 3. Yeah. He's got that all on 360, and then he's got Mirage on PS5, Traitor. And Origins was the only other one to get a PS PlayStation looking. Mm. The rest were all Xbox, so... Interesting. Snake, the only reason I've gone for it on PS5 is because it's an achievable platinum and ah. I'm a whore. Have you got um, the platinum as we speak? Not yet, no. Okay. I've just got to do a couple of bits of mop-up, but it's hours away. Yeah, fair um, enough. So cards on the table, I've played every single main yeah. Assassin's Creed game to finish on day dot. I what? am a big Assassin's Creed fan, I felt. I would say, yeah, when they're day and dot, I enjoy them. I understand that they hit a bloatville. They are they are very bloatville. They hit a. It's almost as if they'd done it again to us. They when it got to syndicate, that sort of was the end of an era there, wasn't it? And everyone yeah. was fed up with it. It was the same game. It's the yearly release. They were yearly but releases, I, yeah. They were. I don't know why. As much as people, oh, he's done that. Let's get me to click that. 
He's blown it now. What's it doing now? Oh, make it oh, stop. Yeah, all sorts of video issues. Oh, fucking hell. What have I done here? <laughs> For the uh, audio listeners, Atkins <laughs> turned his um, his webcam off and he's trying to turn it back on and it's oh. it's not working. What's going on here? It's an absolute disaster. We may disaster. have to do this audio. Only. You can see the top of his head. You can see the top of his head. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Interesting. Anyway, we're... Interesting. Do we keep this or? Well, I'll say leave it in. I'll tell you what, turn the video off and we'll just, just try yeah, in five yeah. minutes. We'll just we'll do audio we'll only. I'll go to the right hand side and the, the, the ten YouTube watchers can, <laughs> yeah, they can lose can, out. They can deal with that. Yeah. Most so, people listen to it anyway. Yeah. So um what was I mentioning? I've lost my train of thought here. The oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, they said they'd reset. So yeah, I was. I've been playing them day and dot. Really liked them. And to their thing, people were saying they were boring and got to this stage where it's just a clear down of a map. I, I've got to say, I am a sucker. It's almost like a sort of um, a guilty pleasure for me. I mm. really do love a sh- that that sort of game. A, a shit, boring, clear down merchant of a <laughs> of a open world. Um, the stories weren't that great, you know. The cat, the, the environments were quite fun and that, like in the terms of Unity and mm. and uh, Syndicate. And then, yeah, they sort of come to a point, and then I think it must have been the film, didn't they? They really they stopped making the games, and for one year they had a break while they made the film. And then there was this sort of great reset, and then they were like, I think basically they played Witcher Three and went right. I remember them <laughs> citing that as an influence and. They came back and was like, "This is the um, like the warrior style, where mm. it's it was previously it was a lot of stealth and like Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla. There's no stealth required. You literally can march into any. You can use stealth, but you can equally just march into a base and just cut everyone down. Yeah, and that's sort of part of the part of the reason the characters even exist. There is that they're like these legendary warriors. So. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was another reset, and then Mirage, and you can tell if this is correct or not. It seems like either a rollback to some of the originals, or perhaps a new direction altogether. And Bloatville, I'm told, is supposed to have been removed completely. Yeah, and also much more emphasis on stealth. But I guess we'll get into whether that's true or false as we work through impressions of. Mirage. How long have you oh. played it for at the moment? Obviously, you completed the main story and you're a couple of trophies away from the Platinum, so... Put it on my PlayStation app. I have played Mirage for 24 hours. So that's a lot and... less than the 120 hours I put into Valhalla. Yeah, I think I was just shy... Oh, I think I was just over the 100... I don't know if I can get that whilst we're on here. My Assassin's Creed... Cause I did. I didn't play any of the DLC... It's just right here. When did I play? There it is, Valhalla. I played Valhalla for three days and 19 hours. Yeah, it's close. Three times 20 and 19. So I put, oh, so 91 hours I played it for. Yeah. So, so this is um, much shorter. Yeah, much shorter. And yeah, it's a very compact thing. And yeah, it really is. It Priced is at 45 UK pounds as well. So you probably got it cheaper in the, digi- in the uh, physical right. market, but physical. it's a budget game, quote unquote. Yeah to my little games here we go i did not have the fucking thing i bought it from asda's and i've got the receipt in the box and i paid for but yeah i did yeah i was in like i was 
two minds are buying it, to be honest. Because it well, was I was like going to ask this, why I even got bought? Because I didn't even know this was on your radar. I was expecting no, this to be just to be binned. Because the reviews like weren't week. stonking either. It's like a no, mid, mid to high 70s, reviews. which is fine, but not I mean, like, oh, I best no, go and no, no. get that immediately. No, it wasn't really on my radar. To be it was going to be a, certainly after Spider Spider Man. I was like, oh, I'll get that mm. when it drops down to thirty quid or whatever, twenty five. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think I just got suckered in because I am a big old fan of Assassin's Creed. Like I say, I do love that boring <laughs> uh, bloat of clearing down of collectible thing and clearing all that shit. Mm. And uh, I was, I don't know. I just got sucked into the hype train of it and. Yeah, it was just randomly shopping in Asda's and saw it there, and I was like, "Oh, oh fuck it, I'm going to go and get it." I think yeah. I've got a week. I think it was a week and a half I had until Spider Man. I thought, "Well, I've seen 15 hours being chucked out there that that's the average thing." Yeah, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, let's give it a go." And I oh. managed to literally before it came through the door, sped, and so I managed to roll credits. Yeah, <laughs> um, lovely, lovely old business. Yeah, lovely old business. So yeah, it certainly is it's a, a weird setting because yeah it's set um this is what fuck it fucked with all the timeline didn't it like they were steaming full ahead and then with the new games origins went like i think no odyssey was the is the first in the storyline isn't it they did Origins. yeah i think so i can't remember exactly hmm. yeah i think origins the first was the first when that come out that was like the prequel to everything hmm. then odyssey was set before origins and then Valhalla, I believe, is in between, um, in between Origins and Odyssey, and now this, yeah, this is set before um, Valhalla, and in between, yeah, uh, Odyssey and things. So this is Basim's story, and yeah, it really is a sort of return to the old. You don't realise how much Assassin's Creed has changed. Till you play this and, and realise what it was, how it, it's in terms of its mission structure, in terms of ha- the biggest thing of this game is how much stealth you played that you don't really, well, certainly the way I played those new games, um, Origin, Odyssey and Valhalla, I was just this absolute tank that ran into every fucking settlement, chopped all my fucking bollocks off and... yeah. And just went from there. I, there was very, there's a little bit of stealth here and again. If you go into a settlement, I quite like that aspect of doing that. But I'd say that's probably was about a ninety ten percent ten percent doing mm. stealth, ninety running in and going mad. Um, whereas this, you can do that, but the game you can tell the game's not built for running in and no. and getting you like it's manageable, but you do get your ass fucking kicked when you do it. It's definitely that more sort of Assassin's Creed that we first sort of got to know where you really are around the, walking around the city, getting to know your your uh, assassination target, building like a sort of story up to... It's more in line... Like a lot of them, they tried to compare this to the original Assassin's thing. Yeah. Well, recently, I was about to show you on the camera before it died, but... Started to install these on the free on the Series X because they have a little bit of a boost. You can actually play them all at sixty FPS now. That's a fucking boost. Fucking fucking, he's there. Boise has given them the boost of power, <laughs> and I played an hour of the fucking OG Ukraine. I was like, cool. What is this bag of shit? But I'd say this is more in lines with the lines of like Unity and Syndicate. Mm. 
where the mission structure is the same. If you remember back to those games, it was building up to a target and playing these smaller missions of um, building up like a story as to why you were going to take this person out. Yeah. You're, you know, you're um, eavesdropping on them, you're pickpocketing people, you're taking out little guards and little settlements. And then it builds up to this big crescendo of taking out this target and then you have this sort of sandbox to do it. You know, you have to go, you're going to be like in a big fucking uh, palace or something and there's multiple ways you can go into this palace. You can, multiple ways you can get people to distract them and yeah. there's certain ways you can take these out. That's, yeah, that's what it brought back. I was like, wow, this was how we used to play these games and... The cities are very small, like in comparison to fucking something like Valhalla, where I mean, you're playing it for 900 hours. Yeah, just you don't to... need a fucking mount to get from no, one, one exactly. mission directive to the other. Uh, this has got all your standard tropes. You've got your syn- uh, syndication points where you go around the map. There's collectibles to be had. There's little stories. Combat's um, a sort of a mixture. It doesn't have that old combo sort of uh, I always call it like Batman-esque combat mm. doesn't have that it's more aligned with the um, the newer games like the Odysseys and Valhalla's um, you've got like the shoulder buttons that you're pressing to do them but what you do notice is straight away is the level of um, level gain there's no everything doesn't have a level and it's quite did you level nice, up as a character? yes you do yeah you do level up as a character mm. yeah or do you just get abilities? No, you just get abilities. Yeah, you know, like number. No you don't go. Oh, you're now level no six. Number. No, no, mm. no. There's no number. You do level up, and then yeah, you get a skill point. So there's XP, but you Did don't have. So just to dive on that, there's, there's no level gating like enemy wise. No, yeah. Could you or did you? I guess not. Could you? I guess the answer, the the question is: Did you ever find yourself in a situation where? The enemies were clearly more advanced than what your loadout or current ability tree would allow, which made it difficult, or is it pretty well balanced? That No, it's pretty well balanced, to be fair. You can level up the weapons. You yeah. get the, le- the weapons can be upgraded, but that just they just give you a little more, more sort of percentage or something. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't any time... There's only one instance that I got snarled up is where you have like this sort of... Um, the, like a, I compare it to like a GTA level, uh, wanted level. Yeah. So once you start, if you sort of go and kill someone out in the open, if you kill an enemy out in the open, uh, you starts off with this like you're getting seen by locals. So if you walk past um, like enemies, the bad guys, so shall we say? Yeah. Um, and you've got this level one warranted, they'll see you and they'll go, oh, he's over there, and you'll start to get noticed. Um. <laughs> Level two, then they start putting arches on roofs so you can't run on the roofs and get away oh. from people. So there's more there. Level three is when they bring out these... I forget what they're called now, but if you remember back to, like... Um, I think that was in Valhalla as well, when you, were, you used to get these real fucking art bastards that were quite hard to parry and yeah. quite hard to bring. You get them, and that's the only time I've really... Like, if you get snarled up with a few enemies and one of them... It's cock up ass, I'm afraid. But <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of everything else, the only other time you really get snarled up is if you run into a big settlement and you try and play it like a Valhalla. Right. And you've got fucking like six or seven of them coming at you at once. You've had it. Because it has that 
um, that sort of mirage, uh, mirage, uh, Batman old assassin thing with the parry system. So just before they hit you, they go red and you yeah. can parry them. Well, if you've got that and you've got three behind you whacking you at the same time, no you can get hard up. But there's, but for the most part, as long as your parry game's on point, okay. don't think you'll get you'll get um, snarled up too too heavily. I remember there was times where you're running fucking on Valhalla, you'd be like, cool. <laughs> I've come unstuck here. You'd have like a red dot above their head, wouldn't they? Because they'd be too hard. Yeah, or something. Remember those folks in Odysseys to like chase you down. Yeah, that's those, it. Like, yeah, those power, and then you sometimes get two or three of them going. He's got, you know, oh fucking yeah. hell! He just <laughs> left scrambling around, running away, nah. just trying to keep away from those fucks. So, but I mean, I would do you have this. to play this more of a stealth way? Yeah, so definitely. So, I would say this is more of a. This is an easy Assassin's Creed game. It's definitely a, an easier version. Yeah. But, yeah, it's more the way it certainly pushes you towards. And, yeah, the way it's played is there's quite a few sort of stealth missions where there's lots of like following and keeping out of the shadows and whatnot. It's very much at its core a stealth game. Yeah. And,. I do quite enjoy playing that way, to be fair. It's yeah. nice, like, after playing the games, I do like going in balls deep as well. But every now and again, like this, when you're sort of working your way around, like Spider-Man currently as well, I sort of I do missions with that. Sometimes you just go balls in deep, but sometimes I quite like just being on those webs and takedown in it, doing perch takedown stuff. Yeah. But this, yeah, definitely at its core and is very influenced by old school. How much you mentioned there's like several ways, well, maybe several ways to sort of take out a target or enter a certain compound. Yeah, how how expansive is that? Is it just like one or two, or does it feel like there's actually quite a bit if you have a little wander around and actually take your time to observe? Depending on basically the way this mission's it's a typical sort of story of Mirage uh, of an Assassin's Creed is that you know these old school the hidden ones versus the the assassins versus the Templars, yeah, they got names because it's set before and you, blah 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 story goes forward there's some magical piece like the apple of eden or whatever it was oh, yeah, and then yeah. you start to uncover all these the, the the templars and then it's there's like a work like a big um message ball thing and you're you've got these like i can't remember how many it is now it's probably about 10 so let's say 10 10 targets and you have to do these small little missions to to learn more about that main target mm. Then so you build up and then you get to each one, you get to the main target. So then when you get to that target, it's like right now, let's go to them and do it. And it before each one it gives you like a little cutscene and uh, saying the story of what he's done mm. and how you can do it. And then when you get to that point, then yeah, there is it this it gives you like these little um icons that are like on the map and they show you like the way you walk around the environment, it shows you how you can do it, so you can. There's there, there's not an expansive amount, like it's it is very very uh, limited. Sorry, but it's just certain ways you can how to get into the, the into a place. Like there'd be like locked doors that you can't get in. Yeah. Um, or you can go and talk to people, and they'll or you can go and talk to like um, art or something, and they'll they'll take you in with them, or you can get a crowd of like people distractions yes. and then there's different ways there's like different times you can uh assassinate the target you there's there's something that's includes like the they takedowns they said about that you remember you had like the 
jump off a thing and land on them. It now has like this special one that's like a sort of cut scene as you do it. Nice. So like it will come up with a little orange skull just before you do it. But you can you can totally miss that and just kill them normally. Yeah. And then it will go into a cut scene like the old school Windrum where they used to wipe a fucking feather on. Them. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> It is a very much, it's a, a sort of just like a, it's like a homage back to the old day and it's set exactly the same ways hmm. and plays exactly like an old Assassin's Creed, basically. For better or for worse, some will say, yeah, depending on your persuasion. It's difficult because of how much it's changed. It, it, it does feel like a, a sort of watered-down Assassin's Creed game because what we're used to now is big fuck-off expensive bloatvilles mm. and I quite like the change of this is a 15-hour run-through and you're like, yeah. oh, it's done. Oh, that's quite nice. It is a nice change and sort of recourse to think, oh, that's what it was like. But then if you're getting them every year and you're like paying full weight for them, you can't, you can't, I can see why people got fed up with it. Sick of it, they but said. This was a nice one, yeah. What is this... What's the uh, story like and the narrative? How is because we slagged off Basim at the start, saying he's the most yeah, boring say, person. Yeah. Is that a strong point overall, or is it a bit of a blow? Uh, it's. And does it, I assume it fits into the wider Assassin's Creed universe. Yeah, Did you it, understand what's going on? Because I've lost track. If I'm honest, I've got no idea. No, of why, I've, say, yeah, it's, did, it's so convoluted. Over how many games has it been? Yeah, Fucking twelve. One, two, three, four, five here. We've got five here. Then we had Black Flag, Unity, yep. Syndicate. Yep. Then these three. Then them three. Then Origins. Uh, thing and thing. So we've had eleven, eleven oh, main games, and then two spin-offs, three <laughs> other runs, and, and a film. And a film. It's <laughs> about twelve or thirteen we're on now. I've lost um, track of the overall. Yeah, and mythology. to be honest, yeah, there's not much of the. Do you remember they always used had like a in real life time, and then they have yeah, like a modern that. or current day. That's, that's yeah. it. Sorry, yeah, there's not not there's not well very little of this at all. To be honest, it's nothing. This is literally just Basim's story. Um, are you in the, are you in the like, animus? There's no mention of it. Oh, I think it carries on from. Uh, the trouble is, this is going to be spoilers for the end of. Valhalla. So there's a link to Valhalla for It starts off at the end of Valhalla. Yeah, okay. Let's just say that. And then it shows you I think it, if I remember rightly, I think it literally does. You start off with the same cutscene as the end of oh, Okay, so it's literally a direct so it literally sequel. And then it, interesting. And then it goes back into shows you cuz uh yeah, shows you Basim going I think it shows you going into Basim after I can't fucking my memory's dreadful. But it, that's what it does. It does link into this. So the intro, the story's interesting in the fact that it, is, it bridges that little gap and you see the evolution of, of Basim's character mm. um, in from Assassin's Creed. But like you said, he's not that interesting of a character. So this does flesh him out a bit and the story, like I say, is very samey of most assassin's creed stories you know it's that sort of him joining the assassins and working his way up and what's it like it's a typical story but there's like a twist and turn in there but ultimately i was a bit like all oh, right yeah that's that's fine it's serviceable that's fine. i sort of playing it more for, it's the story isn't the isn't the, the the best thing about the game i say it's more very rarely of, are in these assassin's creed yeah games, that's very true it's serviceable let's just say that let's say that well on the old presentation performance side what we've got 60 fps we got 
30 FPS slop? Have we got beautiful textures and smooth animations? Or have we got yeah. wooden toot? It's a bit like Starfield, to be fair. It looks like they've blown their budget on the city and the mm. facial animations are <laughs> bones. Now, I've got to say, the city does look very nice, to be fair. It's quite a... Even though you think Baghdad would be an absolute dust bowl, mm. it is. Um, it reminds me a lot of Origins, to be fair, because you're like yeah. in the desert and then you go to these little sort of towns that are in like sort of um, tropical regions and then... Yeah, there's like a lot, but there's not much going on in it. But the actual city itself does look really cool, to be fair. And it's quite a nice-looking game. Um, and, yeah, but like I say, when it gets into this cutscenes and stuff and the in-game cutscenes, you really can tell that the sort of facial... And it was, I was watching a comparison video to compared to Valhalla, yeah. and you really can see a bit of a downgrade on it. Oh, downgrade? Yeah, Interesting. downgrade, yeah. On in on the on the characters, yeah. I'd say that's interesting um, to note. Uh, yeah, but overall, like I say, the city does look really nice, and the way the city's laid out, like it's very um, accustomed to parkour. Apparently, everyone does parkour in uh, Baghdad, but yeah, the stuff you can do, and it's quite fun. Like some of the cool new parkour things, like animations that you get, and climbing up walls is seamless. There's new, like, poles that you vault across and stuff. Yeah. It really does look quite nice. But, yeah, definitely a, da- a visual downgrade in some of the quality of cutscenes and stuff. And with games like, like Horizon and that, where you really see that top-notch quality, unfortunately, old Basim's face ain't up to snuff. Not being given the care and attention that he desires or needs yeah. to make him of interest. Any... Any call-outs? Any other call-outs that we've not touched upon for this? Call-outs? No, I think, you know, it's, it's um, got the music. The music's pretty standard. It's got that sort of Assassin's Creed thing. No, it's just, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it is basically just like a sort of nostalgic trip to, you could really tell that the, the people that made it were big fans of the old games and really wanted to sort of, like a homage to it almost yeah. it's like a love letter basically it's got that sort of new um modern take on it so it doesn't feel like a bag of shit like like i say when i played the old assassin's creed game i was like oh, oh. what is this remember <laughs> holding down a to run in a straight line and oh yes to, remember if you used to use the eagle vision you have to stop to use it and yeah. look around in first person it's not got those tropes and combat's very much the new but it was just it's a, i'll tell you what this is this is a lovely cla- pla- uh, palette cleanser mm. and once you've played these big bloaters and like if you come on off the back of starfield and i'm playing about 30, all the 35 <laughs> hours of Baldur's gate <laughs> playing this for a nice little 15 20 hour thing it's a nice little refreshment to be fair of just to play through it and not be bogged down by too much to think you can clear this down in sort of 20 25 hours yeah and that's 100 percent in it you know you, you could exactly you could do this in about 15 to 18 hours i reckon you could do that it's a nice palate cleanser and yeah no performance issues it runs at a solid 60 looks nice there is a it's got two modes you've got a 30 fps mode where you can see a bit more visual quality but them faces still look the same yeah. in that 30 mode. And yeah, it's just a nice 
a nice sort of homage love letter to the old games. And if you're a fan of the franchise, and like you said, if you played through most of them, um, I'll be interested to hear your take on this. But yeah. nice, nice little planet cleanser, not stealing the show by any means. No. Well, let's do the needful gaming gallery. We've got platinum, gold, silver, or bronze as a way to rank it and display it and showcase it in your personal exhibition. But we've also got the botchlin bin there. Should you need it, it can go in there. Join all manner of. Screw this up and stick it straight in the botchlin silver. Silver. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to stick that in the silver. It's an enjoyable experience, but there was no wow to it. There was no run out and get it. I think if you was a fan of the old games and you enjoy that game and you're not looking for a bloat master, give it a go. However, if you did want to miss this out, you ain't missing out in loads to be fair. So a silver for Assassin's Creed Mirage. One part in question I've got for you. Yep. What next for Assassin's Creed? I mean, there's all sorts of rumours and speculation there might be one set in Japan. But in terms of structure, I'm asking you here, like, do you want a new bloater through, or is there a hybrid between this and the bloaters? That's what I think. I was just thinking that, because this has been a pleasant, for my taste, like I said, I don't think this would... I don't think I would say to everyone to go out and play this game because this is what this is what Assassin's should Assassin's Creed should be. Mm. However, I wouldn't want. I don't think I'd want to play another fucking hundred hour Valhalla game because no. as much as I did enjoy my time with that, when you look at that, imagine like playing that again. So someone said, "Play that again now." You think, no, "Fuck that's... me!" <laughs> yeah. It weren't that groundbreaking. Like it was good for Assassin's Creed game. You know, it was enjoyable. We stuck those hours into it. But to thought well, going through that again now, you're like more out of stubbornness from my perspective. Exactly. Like, I'm not, yeah. not having this game beat me. It will be. We'll be uh, defeated. I did. You know, I did toy with going back and doing like another run through as like different, like a male character. Just yeah. so I could fuck about with the beards. Yeah. I tried. I've done the that's cannon approach true. and made either a female. Well, that's right. Yeah. They said there's no I cannon, think... but the fucking books are written and it's a woman. Oh, that's right. And actually, it? in that yeah. game, it said let let the game decide when to switch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because when you go up into thing, it's the male that's it. version. Isn't that's it? It, yeah. yeah. So that's Very what peculiar. I did. Yeah. Didn't get my beard customization, but then and I oh, watched yeah. Vikings and I was like, cool, I could create the real Ragnar here. And I was like, you know, what am I thinking? <laughs> Fucking go for yeah. that again, maniac. Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know what I, like I say. I, I think that's maybe just because of what I've been playing loads, but I do prefer these shorter mm. things. I don't want another 100 hour. I don't think that lends itself well to an Assassin's Creed game. There's very few I games think. that really can earn it. Very few. That's very true. That's, that is very true. That's um, the fact of the matter. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I would prefer a hybrid of the two. Uh, I certainly don't think we should be having yearly releases. I don't think that does anything good. No, um, I don't think we'll no, be No, we've that, been but... having... I know we haven't really, have we? We've, there's always, there's been about two years, haven't they? With, yeah. Between Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla, and now this... Um, but we've got there's a lot in the pipeline, isn't there? It's yeah. a bit of a various price because we've got that um, we've got the VR game coming, which I don't won't be getting involved in myself. But no, we also yeah. have this mobile game, which is quite interesting. It sounds like a fully fledged Assassin's Creed game in mobile, which I'll mobile, sniff at, yeah. but not expecting. Then we have this Assassin's Creed 
what was it forever or no what's it called odd uh what is it called infinity that's the one which you know god what's that gonna be well my read was it this that's gonna be like a platform quote unquote oh is it right and then all these little they'll add to it yeah so maybe we will get shorter mirage style games added to infinity so you'll have like one in Baghdad, that you know, that part of it. You might right. have, I don't know, another fucking. Okay, well, we've got this Japanese one, haven't we? There's a chi- the chi- yeah. is the Chinese one is that's the mobile game, isn't it? We've got the Japanese coming out, and then there's also some weird like horror thing that we're getting hexy Hex, or yeah, Hex, Hexen, yeah, yeah. So, They've got a lot of cooking. There is a lot of cooking in the Assassin's Creed, right? And like I say, I've been a fan and I've always bought day one, so. Yeah, I don't know what I want from this. After playing this, it definitely is a hybrid of the two, but um, I want the option to run in and kill everything, and I want yeah. to level level myself up, but I also don't want to spend 100 hours bloating around, storming, what knows. I want a nice set. I want a setting that I haven't dealt before as well. Yeah. The trouble is they're running out now, aren't they? They're like, right. Feudal Japan is one that's... Been be cast but then fucking they done Ghost of Tsushima. Well, yeah, they've kind of, <laughs> you know, they've done it probably, and probably will be better. Well, who knows? But that was, yeah. a, that was a very good effort at it, is what I'd say. It will take some, like a, some doing to overthrow that as the king. Are you a Final Fantasy X medieval mm-hmm. Game of Thronesy style? Yeah, maybe. Dragons. Well, well, they've got fucking apples of Eden, so why not? Well, that's I mean, true. Not basically exactly. level of. I mean, when we're going to do a modern day one. No, no animus, just modern day. I think it was Origins <laughs> or Odyssey. They had like, I mean, there was always a rumor they might do a modern day one. And I always thought that would be weird. interesting, but make like Spider Man. <laughs> but yeah, I remember, I remember in like I think it's Odyssey or Origins. One of them, they they had, they started having like mythological creatures like giant snakes and oh, that's what's right. that yes. what's, what's that fucker that looks at you and turns you to stone I remember oh, yeah, popping up and that's it yeah and I was like well yeah, clearly the at this Gita. stage they, they're, they're not sticking <laughs> did, to did this did you play that DLC of uh, Hello, that Dawn of Ragnarok did you yeah I did yeah oh you did oh you did that was all like mythological was it yeah it was set in the um, that was set in what's it called Greek what's that? that no what's that place where all the Vikings oh. go no, the city, what's it called? Oh. Come on. Come on. What is it? Bloody hell, right at the death. Queen's <laughs> <laughs> Van A. Oh. No, the AC, that's what they're called. That camera's still not working. Um, a, 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 right. Where's, where's Odin live? That's what we're going to have to do. He lives in. <laughs> it's uh, in fucking God of War oh as well. God, Asgard. Asgard. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> setting a setting as well. Actually, I don't know if it's setting actual Asgard, but it's setting that part of it where you're knocking around. Yeah, that's what you did in Valhalla, gods. didn't you? You went there. That's it. As fucking thing or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean, they, they've done yeah. an awful lot with the franchise, and I suppose they can they can do whatever, and it'd be interesting to see yeah. what happens there. But the main headline is Assassin's Creed uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage earns itself Gets a silver, silver off Adkins. So it's nicely also, displayed. Also, will be up for uh, 
a borrowing session if you mm. do henceforth a palate cleanser of 15 to 20 hours. It sounds like <laughs> it's going to fit that bill nicely, so I'll probably take you up on that, which will be very yep. much appreciated. Assassin's Creed, Mirage, a nice silver. Nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time and ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.